What's up, guys? Number one. All right, let's see. Number one conservative podcast in Nevada. I know this. I've been looking around at some other podcasts. I'm going to tell you about it in a second. But first, let's do this. What happened? Why? Here we go. Trying to share the screen, and for some reason it took away what I was trying to share. Yep, did it again. Let's do this then. Here we go. Kick it off right. enough of that for it loops nice way to tighten it up there steven every day is a little bit better uh let's see it's carl's birthday today but uh so i don't know if he's going to be here or not it's a good excuse to not be here birthday if you still celebrate that sort of stuff i don't even bother anymore it's just random numbers like i don't know some people really go go nuts for that they're like, it's my birthday month. I get to do cocaine. Oh, the month? You celebrate the month with cocaine? That's sounds like you just want to do cocaine. Not really uh, birthday specific. If it's got to encompass the whole month, but whatever. I'd worked with some real psychopaths, I guess, when I was in the restaurant industry. Uh, let's see. Oh. I don't want to watch that again. Watch Fear of a Black Hat. Very funny movie. Did you guys see that guy get blasted with the T? You gotta, you gotta look that up if you haven't seen it yet. It's a meme, but it's sick. There's this, uh, this what they call him, uh, Snacklemore. Like people had a bunch of different names for like white rapper names for this dude, but um, he was in a convenience store and he was just being, he was being very familiar with some of the. Uh, urban folks in the in the store you know he uh um he kept using the n-word a lot so one of the dudes at the counter trying to even these out it's bothering me these aren't really good glasses my glasses are a little crooked i'm just gonna keep wearing them though they're costume glasses i would never wear them outside so they're for this podcast anyway this dude keeps dropping the n-bomb uh and a guy says you know stop and the dude's like no I'm not going to. So someone was recording and uh, what wound up happening was the black gentleman that asked him to stop had a can of um, that twisted tea in his, in his hand. And I guess he flipped it or kind of just fumbled it and it dropped to the ground. And uh, the, uh, the offender offender tried to kick the can, almost kicked the dude's hand. But uh, the dude came up with the can upside this dude's head and the can burst it was amazing it was like a wrestling thing i'm sure wrestling's gonna steal it i'm sure 
I'm sure twisted tea or <clears throat> some, uh, some other soda brand will be like, Hey, does it really hurt? Cause the dude got, well, he didn't get back up because then the gentleman with the can of tea had uh, good follow-up skills and he jumped on top of the dude, gave him about three, three and a half or four shots to the face, uh, admonishing him to never, never call him that word ever again. Uh, he said, um, are we good? Are, yeah. Are you good? I think the guy on the bottom said, you're good. I'm not sure what that means. Like if that's admitting that, like, you know, you're better than me. I'm not going to admit that I'm wrong, but you are writer, I guess. But it was sweet. Yeah. Watching that dude get blasted with a, with a can of tea. Let me get to my notes here. But now they're going to, you know, they're trying to figure out how to turn it into a marketing thing because it's kind of violent. Speaking of violent, where is this thing? It's Wayne Allen Root Trump car parade. Let me see if I can find it. I didn't, I didn't pull it up. But um, this is kind of the, the, the top of the top of the news thing. I think it's going to be on January 6th. Does he have a website associated with it? I can't tell. Come on, Wayne. Question sponsors contact Wayne Root at gmail.com. Awesome. Okay. Trump car parade January 6th. Let's try that. If I was just some little old lady that wanted to go Trump car parade. That's how I type with one hand so I don't jump up on the microphone. Trump car parade January 6th. My dogs are jumping around. I wonder if that picks up on the mic. January 6th protest in Washington grows as Trump calls. Uh, these are all the ones for D.C. Okay, so I got to put Las Vegas. Duh, right? Or Henderson. I know it's going to be the poster is uh, part of it's behind me. I, I, I clipped a little piece of it. What? Okay, this is not it either. Well, poop. Here, let me open the poster real quick. I think I saved it. Because there's no website associated. So that maybe that's smart. Who knows? Oh boy. And downloads. Yeah, I love it. This is riveting. Oh, yeah, by the way, that just popped up. All the I put us on a whole bunch of podcast platforms. Can I not find this photo? I just downloaded it. All right, I'm going to go to Zoom and get it again here. Damn you. It's in the chat. So basically, I didn't do Amazon. So I've got to do that one. Uh, Audible. Audible. That's the one that I haven't done. Because this new podcast that I just started listening to, I, uh, I found theirs on Audible when I Googled their name. All right, I did save it in PAA projects. Uh, no, I don't want to save it again. Please just show me where it is in this folder, you jerk. Ugh, unbelievable. Is it not in alphabet? I mean, a uh, time order from when I. Nope. Weird. This is riveting, isn't it? Steven, you really screwed the pooch on this one, my friend. Here we go. 
I'll just put it over here and share the screen from here. Open file. Yes, there we go. There we go. Come on. Steven is not sleeping today, but he's still making it seem real amateur, which is all good. Once I tell you about these other podcasts that I've been listening to, there we go. I'm sharing the screen. Trump car parade. It's got a little picture at the top of Wayne Allen Root doing his uh, his, his fist, his success kid. That's what he looks like. Uh, Wayne used to be, what, roommates with um, Barack Obama in college, I guess, or Al Gore, Jesus Christ, I think. I think he went to college with Jesus. Not sure. You'd have to ask him. But uh, it says uh, Trump car parade. And then for some reason, they put a slash. They could have left that out. I'm a sign guy. This is not it was just Trump car parade on one line would have been fine. Stop the election steal event down the Las Vegas Strip. Okay. January 6, 2021 starts at 9 a.m. I think it's a Wednesday or something. You can you can keep your 9 a.m. Wednesday. Sorry. Uh, car parade leaving Ahern Hotel, 300 West Sahara Avenue at 9 a.m. Driving down Strip and joining huge Trump protest. They wrote huge. Y-U-G-E. Sorry, I'm going to burp. I didn't eat any breakfast this morning. I'm just drinking that coffee. At Federal Courthouse at 10 a.m. Cars can start lining up at Ahern Hotel at 7 a.m. Car parade ends at Federal Courthouse, 333 South Las Vegas Boulevard by 10 a.m. for the biggest Trump rally ever. That should be awesome. Um, can we get some sort of order for the cars? Is there like, do we want to, you know, like make sure that I'm organizing this, by the way, I'm in charge now. <laughs> so deal with it. Um, do we want to set some sort of order for the, um, how the cars are lining up or anything like that? I wonder. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe by age. What do you think, Stephen? By color, by alphabet, and then by color. I like it. Whatever. By size, do something. Make them go like this. There you go. If you're, yeah. Cars have to, the, the, the height of the cars, that's what you want to do them by, or by size. What is this shit? Stop popping up. All right. Um, let's see. Did I put up the video here? Clark, can I understand if we can retire from? No, that's not what I wanted to see. So there was a, um, oh, here it is. This was uh, for New Year's Eve. I guess we had a, we had a little press conference and I had, I hope, I hope this comes out good on audio because sometimes it doesn't. Did I rewind this? Yeah, I got the video. I got the video audio up. This, yeah. So, okay, lower it. Channel Thirteen for some reason always joins these. Uh... Oh, what happened? Come on, man. Oh boy, I really wanted to watch this. You better play it. 
So they always uh, start these videos before they're, they're supposed to go live. So this guy, I guess, is just uh, testing the lights. You always get to see like this stuff as they're starting. He's moving it over to. But they're at the switch facility. I think it's some sort of server facility. I'm not really familiar. I don't want to speak out of, out of school, but. Everyone's okay with the lighting? All right, thank you. Okay, thank you. That's like Steven right before the show. Just lining everything up, getting everything good to go. Let me skip forward here a little bit because nothing happens for a moment. But then, oh, I can't see what's going on. I can't say. Yeah, they show them. Some people were being snarky in the comments because they show these folks standing over here to the side. So this is the, um, one of, all right, there's Michelle Fiore. Michelle Fiore standing there talking to some dude. Everybody's got masks on. Lovely black mask, all the same. Uh, but this is one of the Metro police officials, uh, this lady here. And she was in charge of what was going on on New Year's Eve. But um, <clears throat> I noticed her, she, you know, because like she's an attractive lady. So is Michelle. And then, you know, I felt bad for thinking that right away. It's very misogynistic, but, you know, compelled by my DNA to notice those sorts of things. And uh, then I looked up her. Good morning. Because my second thought after, you know, wow, it's my little lady, is um, she's like a boss in the police department. What's her deal, right? And, and for some reason, I think I, yeah, she's the incident commander in charge of the strip. But then uh, somehow, either through looking for her or looking whatever uh i popped up on her husband's story here uh he's the under sheriff so i guess that he's like the number two dude he doesn't want to be the sheriff he's retiring this year and uh these two had five five kids um and she's like super high up in the in the department as high as he is that's pretty cool at first i was going to give her like a whole lot of credit for having five kids and you know him but yeah i'm sure he i'm sure he put in some work and and uh you know they cope you know they they seems like they they both went up the ranks at the same time so they must have been you know tagging in and out pretty sweet so anyway yeah enough of that but uh oh okay so here's here's what tripped me out right yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal, normal stuff. You know, don't, don't. Okay. I hope y'all's New Year's Eve was fine. I, I looked out the back door and got to watch fireworks down the road. I think it was one of my wife's cousins. All right, here we go. Here's the thing I wanted to. We have more and more people going to the hospital and we're closing down our city. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time today. And now I'm going to turn it over to my friend, Clark County Commissioner Michael Maft. Okay, so before he can come up, oh, oh, stop, stop, stop. okay, so she masks up. Yeah, some people are like, wearing their masks? And I'm like, they're wearing them off camera. Relax with your mask nonsense. This guy, watch this, watch this. What is this? Oh, oh look, look, he's got, okay, check. You couldn't see it. The world has ever seen oh, yeah, yeah, he says, look it up, look it up. Oh, he said something about him having COVID, I think. Hang on. Very different. Going, thank you, Ms. Fretwell. And Where is it? Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, the guy sprays it, or vacuums it. Is he sucking up the germs or killing the germs? Right. He's, I think this dude said something about him having COVID. Leave it up to Switch to have that. Thank you very much. And 
And to, to that point, thank you, Ms. Fratwell, and to Switch for hosting us once again this year. I'm glad to be back and appreciate uh, Deputy Chief McMahill and her comments, along with uh, all of our partners here, including Clark County Fire Department and uh, my friend Councilman Fiore with the city of Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, while we all know, and it has already been mentioned that this year will look, it'll feel very right, personally and make that request to our community. As a member of the board of directors of UMC, the state's busiest hospital, uh, I want to right. to the men and women. Somebody said in the comments that he had said he got COVID, but whatever. Um, Okay, wait, now they do it again. Now, Michelle, I think there's one more person. So I think you get to see whatever the hell that thing is. Oh, God. This is the mask with the glasses thing. What a pain it is. <laughs> Why does Michelle Fiore have, she has the same glasses as that Thank Melissa Caroni. Uh, is this just an archetype? The, I mean, if Michelle put her hair up on top of her head, She'd look just like that Melissa Caroni lady from the, the Michigan uh, testimony there saying, you know, the one where Harley Quinn was testifying to Lex Luthor. Oh, my God. And they're and like her, her glasses are right at the tip of her nose. All right. Well, anyway, I love Michelle. Michelle's the best. We need to ensure that we long history with Michelle. Been, oh, 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 here. Okay, good. As we good. bring in the new year. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year's. And now I'm going to <laughs> our Clark County said. Deputy Fire Chief, Mr. Ah. Warren Whitney. Come up. Okay, the deputy deputy uh fire chief. So when when he's coming up, you can't see this obviously if you're listening on all the major platforms that we're on, but there it is. It's like a paint gun slash radar gun. I don't know what that is. A hair dryer with a soda can. <gasps> that's what it, that's this, this one. The fire chief said, especially when I had COVID. So he's, um, he had it. Okay. I don't know what that means. People lost their minds. That's why he's speaking last. This is going to burn the podium after he's done. <laughs> All right. That's all I wanted to look at was that that sprayer chingus. This goes on and on, but let's see. Let's see how they wrap this up. Our community. More people. Like the others have said, uh, Good God. This will be specifically focused. All right. Back to the under or back to the, the superintendent. Her title is. I can't remember. McCaskill. Oh, questions. They're taking questions. Okay. Yeah. I got it. We don't have that concern at all. I think look here. I have to ask random, ridiculous questions, right? Because I have to justify me being here as part of the media. Enforce it, and this year our bigger concerns will be the baggage that's down on the strip. Um, <clears throat> it'll be the glass containers, things that we know. RVs, no RVs on the strip. However, the best thing about working the strip oh. or downtown on New Year's Eve is the level of engagement that our officers have with the public. So, the guy that we're engaging, they just said the guy that, all right, enough thing. Thank you. Uh, the guy that blew up allegedly, stop sharing the screen here. The guy that allegedly blew up the <clears throat> that building in uh, Nashville was one of those weirdos that believes that uh, his 78-year-old his father died from dementia, but he thinks it's from exposure from to 5G. I, I would think it's just from exposure to time, but that's, you know, this, this dude thinks that he killed his daddy. And uh, also, 
he believes that there are shape-shifting reptile aliens <laughs> um, here, I guess. That's what they said. I don't know. Maybe they found like a David Icke book in his in his house. So they just went ahead and went, oh, yeah, he's one of those guys. I have some David Icke books, too. They're pretty good. Sorry there. God, man, don't drink coffee on an empty stomach and then jump on your podcast. Oh, yeah, I wrote this down. It's Saturday, and you know what that means. I don't know if you guys watch wrestling, and I don't care. Uh, I started back a few months ago. I'm not sure why. Oh, because it was free on AEW, right, or on, on YouTube. AEW Dark. Like, they were doing uh, wrestling promotions. The bigger ones have usually, like, dark matches where they test out people and try and uh, – get wins for their signed talent against unsigned talent. So they started filming it instead of having it being dark, they film it and they use it to put over talent that's mid card or, or upper card stuff. So I don't watch the mid card stuff. It's on TNT and I don't have cable and don't care to watch it. Uh, and I don't watch their pay-per-views. I just read the, the rags or the breakdowns on YouTube as to what happened. But recently, uh, there, there is a group that's kind of like the a bunch of like jabronis that kind of like grouped together and then started winning. And, you know that that whole kind of uh, storyline, and they are on the YouTube version of AEW all the time, beating up people, and they're kind of cool. And they have a wrestler on their in their faction named Colt Cabana, who I'm a fan of. He's a podcaster and indie wrestler, so he's you know I'm glad to see him doing well. But the leader of this group, a uh, dude named Brody Lee, I guess he used to wrestle in WWE. I've been out of the wrestling thing for a long time. But anyway, he he uh, he came from WWE and then he was on this show and he was 41 years old and he passed away. Uh, they said from a non-COVID related uh, lung issue. It was a big, uh, a big hubbub on the the dirt sheets, I guess, because somebody was reporting that he died from uh from COVID and that he exposed people. So that was rude, but um, not true, apparently. But they had a big tribute show to the guy, right? And his eight-year-old kid, oh man, it busted me up bad because uh, you know I got a 10-year-old just turned 11 and a seven-year-old is about to turn eight in March. And they, uh, they did a tribute to this dude, but he, uh, his eight-year-old is a huge wrestling fan and all the people in this faction have numbers. So uh, this dude's name was Brody Lee, the exalted one, get it, exalted one. And then there was, there's evil Uno, who's a masked wrestler. There's a bunch of masked wrestlers, five, 10, uh, there's a female wrestler called 99. Uh, everybody has a number. And so they called their, his little boy negative one and, and uh, Brody Lee Jr. And he came out, He's uh, he's already started a feud with one of the younger heels that is like going to be around forever. He's like the future of wrestling. Everybody knows it. This guy named MJF. So this eight year old kid has a contract now with AEW. It's owned by Tony Khan, the guy that owns the Jag uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. But it was nice to see they signed the, signed the kid to uh, to a contract. So now he's like a full blown wrestler. Doesn't have to worry about anything, but very sad. Yeah, it messed me up. I don't know if anybody would give my kids a contract <laughs> if I died. They keep the podcast going. 
and rake in all this money that Steven and I are stacking up in the corner over there. And uh, I guess keep the, keep the feuds going, keep the, the, all the, <laughs> the beefs with certain people, everybody have to pass their beefs on. Like um, my kids will have to get into feuds with uh, Robert Solomon the third, like some, some, <laughs> some Eagle looking kid will have to show up at, at Republican meetings and, and, uh, and my, my kids will have to, put them on blast oh um this uh hilaria baldwin thing is awesome so i'm gonna from now on i i I have a backstory as well that connects me to europe one thing i i I do have a problem with i've been listening to some reaction videos on this thing and one of the guys i listened to uh paul romano guy um he was saying that um, when he's looking at her parents, he's looking at Hilaria Baldwin's parents. For those of you who don't know, she has been claiming Spanish heritage. It's uh, Alec Baldwin's wife, and and he's been putting her over as Spanish all this time, but um, it's not true. She's not Spanish. She's born in Boston. You know, they got a vacation home, whatever. And so, but I lived I lived in Germany for two and a half years. So, so she speaks with a Spanish accent sometimes. So now I'm going to adopt this whole thing. I'm I'm, I'm liking what the left is doing with this, like cultural appropriation. Oh, but but my beef is that my problem is that some people are saying her parents don't look Spanish and that that's not, that's not part of the argument because Spanish people are European. And it's weird how people don't understand the, the spectrum of Europe, you know, like, um, because I'm, I'm German. I lived in Germany for two and a half years. So um, I actually called it Deutschland and uh, you know, it, it was, uh, it was two, two and a half of the most formative years of my life. And, and now sometimes I accidentally slip into a German accent, but, uh, you know, there's really, really white people way, way, way up North. And then there's really, really Brown people the further down you go uh, down into Africa. And, and it turns out that you can cross the ocean right there. I've done it myself, not, you know, like in the water, but in a ship, we're going all over the Mediterranean. And it's probably, it was probably a you know, major thoroughfare for shipping between the two continents for since shipping began, since boats were invented. So what you get is um, people mixing down at the bottom of say Italy, Spain, and maybe some, what are they, I think they call them Moors or something like that. And then some of those people continue to explore and then you know, go all over the place and the Irish go, oh, I'm half black too. And you know, it, it, there's a, you know, a, a wonderful little spectrum and blend of, of uh, as many colors in the human rainbow through there. So relax with the they don't look Spanish, but beyond that, they're not Spanish. They're not from Spain. It's uh, it's all it's all horseshit, and uh, yeah. When I I left Germany in 1998, so yeah, I'm still German a little bit. What else did I ever put here? Oh, this thing, yeah, this um, this is this is jacked up. They're doing. Let's go to the the screen. We are. Parade viewing stands dismantled near White House as Biden team seeks to discourage inauguration crowds. So, oh, let's see. Workers on Tuesday broke down the inaugural parade reviewing stand in front of the White House ahead of what President-elect Joe Biden's transition team plans for a mostly virtual inauguration. Aides to the President-elect say that such infrastructure will not be necessary for the reimagined event. When the JCCIC first organized in June of 2020, its membership committed to planning ceremonies that were as safe and traditional as possible, the Joint Congressional Committee on Inaugural Committees said in a statement. 
In light of the ongoing pandemic and in order to keep everyone safe, we strongly encourage people to stay home and view the virtual program in addition to the traditional broadcast, it continues. Hmm, how are you gonna watch the inauguration? Because if you watch the traditional broadcast or the virtual broadcast or whatever, they're gonna cut out when their shenanigans or not show you stuff. So I'm wondering if there's gonna be like some independent media sources that anyone recommends that would be better. I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know if guys like Luke Rakowski and stuff like that show up to stuff like this anymore. They're kind of too, too visible, but I'm sure there'll be some people in Periscope or going live on Twitch maybe, or even on Zoom. You can do that on here. I could do it if I went, which I'm not doing. Uh, the ceremony's footprint will be extremely limited. The committee, which will oversee the events taking place on Capitol grounds set on December 15th. Off Capitol grounds, the National Park Service and Secret Service will be coordinating to reduce crowd size on federal lands and around the White House. Various committees are coordinating on virtual programming to make the event feel more inclusive in lieu of the fanfare and large crowds that normally accompany presidential inaugurations. The White House referred questions about the inauguration ceremony to the inaugural team. The inaugural team deflected. Um, yeah, dress down. Got it. Okay, cool. So, and then, yeah, some Senator, Senator Hawley is going to, he's going to contest the results. So uh, I think Trump's got this. There's going to be one Senator, I, maybe a Congressman, maybe one. So, you know, got this, get this thing wrapped up. Come on. Come on, man. Phone doesn't recognize me when I wear glasses. And uh, oh, for moving forward in 2021, I think I'm just going to wear glasses for every episode. Kind of looked how I like, I like how it looked. Bought these things as like costume glasses years ago. I wouldn't wear them outdoors to probably like laser beam right through my brain. Um, cheap Chinese crap, but they're, you know, they're fine for in here. Steven installed new lights in the studio and, and he's been, he, he, it was his idea. He's saying that uh, 2021 is going to be the, um, would you call it the, the content initiative? Content initiative is what he said. And uh, so he wants to be you know, consistent and actually do more content. Uh, as a matter of fact, I found out there was a new click on the uh, Facebook, Chingus, when I actually took my time and, and posted live on Facebook where I could post to Team Nevada, to um, Juggalo Patriot, a Chris Dyer page, um, a couple others. So, yeah, I mean, whatever audiences are there, welcome. This is the PAA podcast that I do sometimes uh, with Rob Tyree, who is very busy and uh, usually jet setting around the world. So I'm lucky when he gets him. Sometimes uh, Carl shows up. Today's his birthday. So I didn't really expect him. And every once in a while, we get a, a, a guest like Jesse Law. Uh, who's a, a big wig in the Nevada Republican Party. Every once in a while, we'll get a guest like uh, the school board elect member, Katie Williams. So very local politics, but with me, Juggalo Patriot or Chris Dyer, whichever you prefer. So welcome from those pages, if you stumbled upon this. So real quick, a little, little business here, because I've been grinding hard. Uh, I got the Podbean Unfortunately, I had to hide some episodes uh, because my idea, but we had put copyrighted music in them. And when I was putting them on YouTube, I was chopping the copyrighted music out. So they're still available on YouTube. 
still waiting on some of the platforms like uh, BitChute and Odyssey uh, are supposed to upload everything from YouTube after a couple of weeks. It's been three weeks and I don't know if they've done it. I'll, I'll find out. I'll look again this week, but supposed to upload our whole back catalog to those platforms. Uh, every week I put us up on Rumble and YouTube for the video part. And then uh, we, I just up, I just got us hooked up into, and sometimes it takes a week. I've been getting emails all week, but all of the podcast platform platforms. So you should be able to find us anywhere. And uh, there's that. We're sponsored by us. How about that? Oh, um, and then I, I wanted, because I don't believe any candidates anymore will, will run that are serious. Um, you know, anybody, anybody that's running for office higher up Congress or one of the state offices, as long as we're still using the machines that we currently use, I don't expect anybody who's a sane person to, um, to run unless they're doing it as a goof. And I support that fully, but I'm wondering if I don't know the nickname rules. I know that you're not allowed to use like political slogans or, or curse words, obviously uh, some, some censorship applies, uh, some standard applies, but I wonder if that standard includes um, advertising a podcast. Like if someone were to run as PAA podcast, would uh, would that be allowed? I think that might've been, I, I Googled, let me pull this up real quick. I'm looking, I was looking for a different um, podcast and I typed in ours just for a goof. And the first thing that comes up is videos. I guess videos are the first result usually because people prefer videos. For some reason, it pops up just the Facebook ones and it has a weird uh, thumbnail because that's not the thumbnail. That's the thumbnail from the meeting, not those things. But yeah, PA podcast, it's all good. But there is, let me find it. Maybe it doesn't show up here now. There's a group called, maybe I hit next. What were they called? Pro Athlete Academy. And they do a podcast. The Pro Athlete. There it is. There it is. I found it. Pro Athlete Academy podcast on Spotify. I went to their website. Um, yeah, they started this podcast back in March of 2020. So I think I'm going to have Stephen look into it. Um, and I'll get back to you guys. This is PAA Pro Athlete Academy was started to help athletes, coaches, and parents reach their full potential. May 2020. Sorry, I said March. They started in May of 2020. Um, Stephen, we're gonna we're gonna find out if there's any attorneys in the party, and we're gonna have them send these guys a cease and desist. They can't. I mean, Pro Athlete Academy podcast. Call it that. But we've been PAA podcast. I own the. I own the .com. We own all the, you know, we have all the intellectual property involved. And these, these, what is this PAA trailer? Go ahead. Let's hear it. Uh oh, What's hey, up, hey, everybody. I'm Kevin Gilroy, former college athlete, current skills coach, and entrepreneur. Over the years, I have made lasting relationships with some of the best athletes in the world, as well as the coaches that helped them get there. I'm excited to connect you all to these individuals through the Pro Athlete Academy podcast. The podcast will focus on their journeys from youth sports to the professional ranks by giving you real examples of the challenges faced, decisions made, and the methods used along the way. 
I'll be interviewing professional athletes, coaches, and sports executives to give you the different routes people have taken to get to the show. The best way to succeed is to learn from the ones who have become before you. My goal with the podcast is to give young athletes the tools to overcome any challenge that they may face and to help them fulfill their potential in sports. If you find any value in the show, please subscribe, leave a comment, and share with your friends. And for more, check out ProAthleteAcademy.com. Now let's get started. What? Come on, bro. You better have deep pot. Look at this. Have a great idea, but don't know where to start. Don't have a clue how to develop that million-dollar product. Or maybe you're trying to crack the lineup in the corporate world without any quote-unquote experience. The PAA podcast cuts out the BS with the foul language bullshit and brings you the exact blueprint on how to execute your vision. Um, so if you know how to develop that million dollar product, you better have a million dollars, sir, because Steven knows some of the best lawyers in Las Vegas. And this is number one bullshit. You want to talk about bullshit. You want to talk about cutting through the bullshit. You need to look and find out if you're borrowing someone else's intellectual property before you do something like this. And as far as this dude, if he does not have the million dollar idea, then as far as him telling people how to get the million dollar idea, that's like me telling you how to win a race, how to win a, 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 a political contest, because I do a political podcast. We do a political podcast. I'm supposed to tell you how to win. I, I tell you what I've seen winners do from my own personal experience. I can only tell you how to lose. I mean, I, you know, I can tell you how to try hard as shit and still, you know, have the whole fucking thing blow up in your face at the last minute uh you know i can tell you about the dirty shit they'll do to you when you run but i can't tell you how to win uh this fucking guy i tell you how to make a million bucks apparently so you better you better have some deep pockets friend because you're stealing uh you're stealing the podcast mine you know fucking worked hard on this and we've been doing this longer than you and and we started out consistent and then we had a little lag there where, you know, the fucking Rona happened and then we got right back on that horse and we've been, been going hard. So not going to have it stolen by some fucking fake jock. What is this? Episode 20, staying persistent and consistent with Ross Gaudet. I should listen to that because I believe in that. I believe in the human being's ability to be persistent. There's African hunters that follow lions the lions get up and run. The African hunters just walk. They just keep walking. The fucking lion gets tired and eventually they just walk right up to the fucking thing and <laughs> stab it. And that's why we've been persistent and consistent with this podcast. And then look at that. Episode 20. What's episode 19? Uh, ways to find success as a college athlete while preparing for the future with Mike Gilroy. I don't know who the fuck that is. Creating healthier energy drinks with Jack McNamara. Bro. Has he been doing this every week? No. That's July 2020, July 2020, August 2020. August 2020 was their last episode. They haven't even, they better get this off of here. I'm going to, yeah, we're definitely going to have a, have this looked at. This is not good. Not cool. Huh. It's worse than I thought. All right. So there was another podcast that I started listening to. Where is it? Um, to Sagebrush sagebrush i think it's sagebrush state something like that sagebrush podcast come on let's go there we go no sagebrush church that's not it 
boy, these guys are bad at, at marketing. What the hell happened to the, I can't find. Oh shit. I'm trying to try their names. So I think these guys are up north. Sam Kumar. Here we go. Sam Kumar podcast. Um, Sagebrush Wire. There we go. And it's on. This is what made me realize I didn't have us on Audible. Was the first thing that comes up for them is Amazon.com. And I'm like, what? I clicked on it and it's like, listen to this on Audible. I'm like, I have Audible. I, I love audible you know like because i work and i listen to stuff and you know download really good books like uh roughing it by mark twain which is amazing carl recommended that but uh yeah they're um they're i think in northern nevada nevada what happened there nevada podcast uh northern nevada and um i listened to a little bit of it it's it's fine. They, they broke down the election. They're not on video. They don't do it every week. Do they do it every, let's see, let's see if there's any videos of them. Mm, what is that? Buzzsprout, Buzzsprout. So they, they're putting videos on Buzzsprout. What is Buzzsprout? All right, let's find out. See, yeah, it's not really a video. It's just audio. I wonder if we're on Buzzsprout. Where's the... What the fuck kind of website is this? It doesn't have a banner that you can... All right, let's go to buzzsprout.com. There was no link at the top of the page. So a lot of these, um, I went through an, a, an app, or I went through a, an article, buzzsprout.com, no worky. What? Try that again. No, that's not what I typed. Buzz. I misspelled it. Okay. O-U-T versus Podbean. I'm not going to look that up. But anyway, I found this article that has all of these podcast platforms. So a few of them, if you get your link accepted by Spotify or you get your link accepted by one of the bigger uh, ones, Podbean submits it to a lot. Um, Apple Podcasts, a lot of them just take the feed right from that one. So apparently I got us into like 28 different platforms. So let's see if, okay. Buzzsprout is, is a place where you host your podcast. It doesn't, you, you wouldn't find us on here. Okay. So that makes sense. So they're on Buzzsprout. So that must be where they're, where they're doing their podcasts because they have video there. That's cute. But, yeah, no, um, no video of them. So we're we're ahead of those guys. So that's just another conservative podcast in Nevada. I wanted to let you guys know that I'm such a nerd for this that I listen to other pod. I look for other podcasts, and you know, ended up finding PAA, who's ripping us off. Stephen, you're he's looking for looking through his list of attorneys, and um, I also look for you know, I look for fakers, posers, and I look for competitors, and you know, try and keep us ahead always ahead. Uh, Dave Crete, you took fucking week off. Lazy fucker. Um, I swear to God, I don't know. Where did I go? Cause he was talking about his truck. I was at Santa Fe. I was at Santa Fe on Friday night. It was last night. Was it last night? Maybe the night before Thursday, but I saw a truck that had, um, a big pickup truck with, um, 
the big 50 cal round as an antenna. And he had talked about, you know, being such a gun guy that he, he didn't want to put stickers on his car, but the, that the little bullet. And I, I was like, I forgot immediately once I got inside, I, would, I was there working and you know, I was looking for outage and stuff and forgot that, oh yeah, I should look and see if Dave Crete's in here. But whenever I drive by Mezzo on Rancho, dude talks about Mezzo so much that I'm like, kind of like craning my neck. You can't really see into the parking lot because there's a, a kind of a drainage ditch there with some foliage growing up, which is kind of cool. Because uh, yeah, if you're trying to lay low, park over there. It's it's not super well lit over there. But yeah, Crete didn't even he didn't even bother to show up for his podcast this week. But he has to call in a whole team of people. He has um, um a bunch of leprechauns, I guess, that run around. Um, I hear the word Flannerty throw it around, or Sean O'Hannity, or uh, O'Shaughnessy. There's there's some sort of um, some sort of of gentleman of Irish ethnicity by 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 name that uh, apparently produces the thing. So he may have taken a holiday. Uh, we don't do that here, Stephen. Whether he's awake or not, he's on he's on point. So we will always going forward in 2021 be bringing consistent uh, content. As a matter of fact, I'm even going to do some liquor reviews on my regular. Uh, Chris Dyer channel, Juggalo Patriot channel. And then I'm going to, I'm going to have an interview. I want to interview Darren Vick. So a friend of mine who is big into cryptocurrency and also uh, is looking, uh, he's, he's a kind of a tax exile in Puerto Rico and also started an investment uh, group with, you know, like $2 shares. Like it was just, it seemed like a joke, but because of his investments in cryptocurrency has actually increased 1300 uh, shares went from two dollars to uh 28 dollars that's uh that's crazy so you know i want to want to get him on and interview him on the juggalo patriot uh part of things now that i know i'm, I'm just gonna i'm gonna link everything i have a i started a i was trying to start a project and i didn't know when to kick it off called oidap uh, like oh you do a podcast and I have the .com, I have the domain, and I, and I have the Facebook page and everything. And I'm broadcasting this to this to that Facebook page right now. Because starting 2021, put more podcasts on OIDAP. OIDAP will be the, the host for a whole bunch of podcasts. Because, you know, oh, you do a podcast? I want to start talking about other podcasters, too. Like, I don't, I'm, if you guys are familiar with Steve Sanson, him and uh, Jim Jonas do uh, the Veterans and Politics podcast. And... Let me just pull theirs up real quick because this thing, I think, is only video. And on YouTube, politics, come on. Yeah, in on, on YouTube, you can designate some of your stuff as for children. And you know, unlike what you see coming from the PAA podcast, you can't comment on Steve Sanson stuff. So like here, no, oh wait, I gotta talk over this. I can't, uh, if I, yeah, 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 be quiet, real quiet. I mean, just make noise or something because I don't know how they get this up here and keep it up online with this music under it, but it's uh, copyrighted music. It's gotta be, right? I mean, this is somebody's version of, was the Peter Gunn theme? What is the real, come on, come on, just give it. Oh my God. Very outspoken, you think? 
Yeah. I don't want to get nicked yeah, off of YouTube. I, I, and uh, I just hope everybody has on. a good New Year. So, yeah. Other than you that, can't see this, really, you hear it, really and I know yeah, sound quality isn't always perfect, and you know there's right. yeah, well, usually issues. Considering but what's I'm went on last year, this current year, year uh, that we're in, yeah, their their mics are super. Year, you're in a giant room, right. got yeah. curtains hanging up. Sometimes there's work going on. Like, I'm not sure where their studio is, but um. And they've got a giant banner behind them. They're speaking yeah. well, to let's hope so. Eaton Peterson. Uh, no. So. Keaton well, Peterson discussed Cheryl Moss, family Peterson. court judge, another failed well, judgment, you, veterans and politics. That's a really weird title. Oh, Steve is like some sort of, been, uh, damn it. Sorry about that. Steve is some sort of um, activist. He's been around since at least I came around in 2007. And um, he's a former Marine and started this Veterans and Politics International. Here, let me read their, their, um, their banner behind. To educate, organize, and awaken our veterans and their families to select, support, and intelligently vote for those candidates whom would help create a better world. To protect ourselves from our own government in a culture of corruption and to be the political voice for those in other groups who do not have one. Become a member at veteransandpolitics.org. So uh, he does candidate interviews. Some of those are in here. I wonder, ooh, I wonder, ooh, um, 2016, let's see, veterans. I wonder if I can search his page. Can I search just his page? Because I want to, uh, there's got to be a way, just search his page. No. I was in one of the interviews. All right, let's just type the whole thing. Veterans, and then you'll get the context. Veterans in politics, 20, uh, 2014, 2014, Lieutenant Governor. I wonder if that'll work. Let's try that, Governor, Lieutenant Governor. Oh my God, it's here, it's here. So let's do the share screen again. Amazing. That's me right there. If you can't see it, um, this is the Lieutenant Governor interview, candidate interview. So you got me and my Wheaties t-shirt, um, this yokel, the Democrat. Uh, Derek Holkins' dad. I can't remember what his name is. Oh, and this is Sue Loudon, whom I love. This is Mark Hutchison. He'll be back. He's an attorney. Let's see, so they're, they're introducing the um, people that are not going to ask the questions. I think. Turn that down. Come on. Let me hear Chris speaking. Yeah, here you go. You want to hear me introduce myself when I'm running for lieutenant governor? So, veterans and politics. Four kids out here. Um, I'm running because I want to encourage the state of Nevada to legalize recreational marijuana use and Damn. to end uh, some government agencies that are unnecessary and corrupt, like the Nevada State Athletic Commission and the Nevada Taxi Authority. Boom. Uh, who came with the... Uh, save you guys some time. Thanks. Yes.
This is Mike Little. He was a Democrat that was running. Mike Little. I'm a military brat, U.S. Air Force. Military brat. If you could see this, if you could see how annoyed I was that he said that. I'm a military brat, bro. Me too, but you got to serve too, man. Come on. Well, anyway, this is old shit. This is, uh, yeah, we don't talk about old shit. I got my ass handed to me in that race too. But I wasn't serious, clearly. So I'm wearing a weedy shirt. I look annoyed. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Steve went back and watched this. You know, I just wasn't feeling this shit. I, I, I ran because fuck Mark Hutchison and, and fuck Sue Loudon. And, you know, fuck them both. So I ran as a Republican. I was hoping I would cost Mark. No, wait. Uh, yeah, I wanted to cost Mark the primary and then Sue could move forward and just lose in the general. I figured that would be the best way to fuck them both. Uh, neither of those things happened. But I mean, that was that was my best shot right there. So I was I was clearly not feeling this. Uh, and Steve put me on blast, man. He he uh he went off on me. He, he, uh, oh, wow. They had comments aloud back then. Let's see if anybody says, oh yeah, yeah, here we go. Veterans and see, put me on blast in the fucking comments. He turned on. We advertise that this is a videotaped recording and it will be rebroadcast on several social media sites. When a candidate that has filed for Lieutenant governor that shall fill the position of governor for our state in the governor's absence, absence. All right. Let me, let me, put on share screen again so that this is recorded for all time in the governor's absence. Yeah, that's, that's misspelled. Okay. Who is the top politician within any state shows up for an endorsement interview wearing a Wheaties t-shirt. One has to ask, should anyone take this person seriously? Is he ready to work out or is he going to a barbecue? Um, wait, is there more? Is it, is it, I don't know what that is. It says there's three comments, but I can only see two. I don't know if it's been blocked or some shit. But um, yeah, uh, here let's let's just go ahead and reply to that like now. Uh, kiss my ass, Steve. And that is how many years later? Six years ago. <laughs> kiss my ass, Steve. There you go, buddy. So, um, yeah, Steve took a hot shit on me here in the comments and in other places. And I actually got upset and I cried a little. And then I made contact with somebody in veterans and politics who's not Steve and explained to them that they allowed. Let's, let's do not lieutenant governor. I want to show you. Maybe you can see it. Maybe I'll find it. Uh-huh. Here we go. 2014 endorsement interviews, Nevada governor. So let's look, we'll just blast right into the middle here. Where is he? Okay. So for Nevada governor, we have Eddie Hamilton who wears a cowboy hat and always wears American flag stuff. There's a dude who showed up, did he show up late? So there's a couple of empty seats here, right? These guys are leaning on him. I think, oh, here he is. Here he is. This guy's running for governor showed up late. And he's in a Hawaiian shirt, my man. And now the microphone took a dump. 
Oh, the, how perfect is that? Good job, veterans and politics. Let's see what they say in here about this guy. This has two comments, and again, I can't see them. I don't know if they blocked me somehow. I'm sure they did. But anyway. Look, you can't hear. He's cupping his ear. He showed up late. He's in a Hawaiian shirt. Closing off his body language. He's, he's crossing his arms. Steve Sanson, this guy's not a veteran either. Steve Sanson came after me, a veteran, saying that I was being disrespectful to his 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 fucking interview and 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 not taking his endorsement seriously when he didn't say shit about this fucking guy. Fuck you, Steve. Like you know, I I have a right to be who I am. I you know if if I showed up in high heels and and makeup, would you would you say? This dude didn't have the, this dude didn't take it seriously and doesn't have the common courtesy to show up dressed as a man. You know what I mean? I dressed, I came up dressed, I came dressed as a fucking Wheaties box. I came dressed as, uh, as, you know, a fucking stud that, you know, wanted to be your lieutenant governor. Lieutenant governor, I don't know if you know this. If the governor manages to, you know, not die, which is not difficult, uh, then the lieutenant governor is just uh, part of, bringing tourism and business to the state. He's sort of, uh, you know, someone who's an ambassador to, to businesses. I'm, I'm branded already. I'm rocking a weedy shirt. Bring your business here and I'll wear your shirt. I'll rep you if you come here. I mean, that's how, you know, I roll. I'm a, I'm a billboard. You elect me to Lieutenant Governor and I'm a billboard for the state. I mean, I own Team Nevada. I'm, I'm down with Nevada. You know, and 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 Carl didn't want me to call out Steve on this shit, but I forgot about the I forgot about the comment that was on there. Fuck you, Steve. How about that? That's another conservative podcast that's out here. And Steve does good things. He's 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 a big watchdog for the court. And uh, him and Jim Jonas, Jim Jonas will tell you all his brothers and dads and uncles served and shit. He didn't, but I don't know. I think he had bad eyes or some shit. Um, but he's 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 part of the Veterans and Politics podcast, and it's. It's fucking amateur hour shit. The microphones are tinny as fuck. They're in a huge room and you know, just a banner hanging behind them instead of, you know, the, the studio that we have, uh, you know, with all the people working behind me. I don't want to show you again right now. It's kind of. All right. If you insist, Stephen, I'll show them. Give everybody credit in the new year. Give me one second. Damn it all. Where is it? All right. Hang on. I have to give, I have to flip over control to Steven so he can show everybody that's in the background working here in the studio. Give me one second. Hold on, Steven. He sleeps through the show sometimes and now all of a sudden he's, uh, yeah, there you go. There's, uh, there's Michelle. Hi, Bill here. Good dude. Johnny. All right. Back to work, everybody. Where's my uh, background that I was using? Oh shit. Oh shit. Where's my background that I was just using? There it is. There we go. So uh, that's the staff. Happy New Year, everybody. Fuck was I talking about? Oh, I was talking about Steve Sanson's show, VA Veterans in Politics. Yeah, we know Steve since way back. We met him back in, he was all over us in Reno. Um, he's always bringing pretty girls to the, to the meetings. See, you got to you got to mix the negative with the positive. I mean, 
he's a cunt for calling me out for wearing a weedy shirt. And I stand by that. But he does bring attractive and interesting women. There was some girl uh, who was coming to the meetings. She was using the same alias that Danny DeVito's character uses on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I can't remember some of their old uh, podcast episodes they were doing with her. She was right cute. So there you go. Take the hate with the love, my friend. Um, let's see. I think, yeah, as always, we have uh, BAA podcast has people at the top of the Chinese Communist Party. I just want to remind everybody of that. And I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I think I chopped it up with you guys enough. Uh, again, join us on any podcast platform that you like. If, if we're not on it, text me. Let me know. And I will get it on there. I want to be on more platforms than Dave Crete more platforms than Steve Sanson, more platforms than the Sagebrush Twins, Sam Kumar and the other guy. And uh, I don't even know any other, I mean, we left uh, Sherman, uh, I don't even remember his last name anymore. He's just in the dust. We are the number one conservative podcast in Nevada, whether it's me, whether it's Rob, whether it's Carl, all three, two of us, uh, we, we, we run shit. We hold the title, we hold the belt. Let me uh, let me hit the outro here, cause I got all day. Uh huh. Where the fuck is it? Here we go. Okay. Can you hear that? I hope so. Do it again. Bug it. I love that. Right on, Steven. See you guys next week. See you guys on my other channels. I'll be reviewing some vodka, other shit like that. I'll just show up, do random interviews. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for watching.